Welcome to episode 26 of the DC Drop. I'm Tom, uh, by myself again. Zach will be back soon. We'll be back soon, early next week, hopefully after Elseworlds, to talk about that and have a special episode for that. But until then, you've got me talking news on the DC Drop, everything about DC movies, TV, and comics this week. And we will start, of course, with Aquaman. And some early box office numbers are coming in from China. Strangely, it opens today in China. It's always weird because normally we get it first in the U.S. So uh, selfishly, I'm a little bummed that people get to see it. And I am not one of those yet. But soon enough, I will get to see it. But the early Chinese box office numbers are very strong. There are estimates of a $24.6 million opening day, which would be a December foreign film record, foreign for Chinese, and a best for Warner Brothers. And it would be very strong. So Aquaman really has a great shot already of being the best highest grossing dc film in china Uh, dc has never really done great in china they've not done bad but they've never had a real breakout hit and especially with the increase in the chinese box office in recent years uh, a strong performance there is a really good sign so i've seen 85 plus million thrown around as a potential opening weekend in china i think that would be fantastic and just to give some some reference here, it would be the best DC opening day, more than double Wonder Woman and higher than Batman v Superman, which was the previous best. Um, if you compare it to some other films, I think this has a chance to, I mean, an excellent chance. Uh, it's pretty much guaranteed at this point that it will beat Justice League, which is the highest grossing DC film in China overall. Justice League did 106 million total. Wonder Woman only did 90 million total there. And so Aquaman has a chance at getting that opening weekend and bvs finished with 95 million there so even dating back to like the dark knight rises which did 52 million 63 million for man of steel there's never been a real breakout hit there so this is really good news aquaman could do 200 million i mean is a possibility 200 plus million in china alone so that's really strong obviously we need it's way too early to make predictions total but it's a really encouraging sign and a really good start for aquaman in china So we talked about early tracking numbers for the U.S., and according to The Hollywood Reporter, they did an article on Amber Heard, a little profile thing. You can check it out. It's a pretty good read. But there have been talks started on a potential sequel, according to that Hollywood Reporter article. It's just a thing thrown in there that they don't really uh, mention, but they just just briefly mention it and don't get into the details. But there's a quote that That number gave Warner Brothers Pictures Group chairman Toby Emmerich enough confidence to begin talks on a sequel, though no writer has been commissioned yet. So that is all that is mentioned. I mean, that's it that is mentioned in the article about a potential sequel other than Amber Heard getting a big raise for the the next film. So obviously we need to see how the box office does before knowing the chances of a sequel. But if if things go well, then yeah, I think a, a sequel is a really good possibility. And I think I know I personally would... James Wan returning would be my top choice. I haven't seen the film yet, but James Wan returning, I would like to see him come back to do Aquaman if there's a a second Aquaman film. And he said in interviews that it's way too early to talk about a potential sequel. And he also maybe, quote, superheroed out, which, I mean, I hardly blame him. He spent a couple years of his life on Aquaman. He needs a bit of a break now. It also could be a negotiation tactic uh, if he wants to get more money down the line, or he might just be being honest. He's a little, little tired of it, but my hope is James Wan gets a little break, uh, spend some time on the Conjuring universe and producing some, the Swamp Thing series, and then he gets refreshed sometime early next year to work on Aquaman 2 and, and really figure out what kind of story he wants to do. But yeah, I think we all want to see a second Aquaman film, and it's encouraging early. 
the article also had another throwaway line saying the budget is $200 million. That's the closest thing to official we've got. I know Deadline had the $160 million a while back, and a lot of those numbers have been thrown around. Just curious. This looks like a $200 million movie, but that 160 was based on something. I think it was dates back to an Australian article that said Aquaman would bring $160 million into the Australian market. So that's not a really final budget. So I'm taking $200 million as the budget unless we get something uh, closer. Deadline will eventually do their profit and loss of films and have closer estimations. But for now, I'm saying Aquaman probably has a $200 million budget. Shazam has a new poster and it looks fantastic. It's simple. It's Zachary Levi there on his phone in costume, blowing some bubbles with some bubble gum with the tagline, just say the word, which is simple. Makes sense for Shazam, obviously. Uh, simple, it gets the point of across. You can you tell you can tell looking at this poster, it's a superhero movie, but it is a little bit different. It is, does not look like some grand scale epic thing. I, I don't I don't mean that in a negative way, but I mean that as this looks like a fun time. It looks like it's not going to take itself too seriously, which is what I want from Shazam. And I want some fun from that, and it looks like it looks the part. You can see the costume too. It looks really good. Uh, it's a little dark, but that's partly partially the pictures and partially just the design choice it's a little uh they've decided to go a little bit darker with it than maybe the classic captain marvel shazam comics but i think it looks fantastic and zachary levi looks really good there the director david sandberg also posted some fun little photoshops of batman superman wonder woman blowing some bubbles and then there is shazam in the background and uh, he also had one of steppenwolf which was just you know it just tells you the kind of fun that you're in for with this film so I'm looking forward to it. Also, with uh, with the poster coming out, usually that's a sign that a trailer could be on the way soon. Uh, so I think that's a definite possibility. It would make sense. Aquaman, two weeks away in the United States. It wouldn't surprise me if we got a trailer before that, a second trailer that they could then run with Aquaman. On to Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, a very long title there, as we've discussed in the past. Margot Robbie was on Jimmy Fallon and was asked about the title in particular and she said it's not a very serious movie so we thought the title should reflect that birds of prey makes it sounds very serious and that's kind of like harley adding her don't worry i'm in this too which makes sense that fits the title we talked it's if you hate this title then you probably won't like that film which means it's probably a good title because it makes it representative of the film if you think birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn is the worst thing ever and unbearable maybe the harley quinn character isn't for you and this film might not be for you I don't know. Uh, I've liked films with bad titles before, I guess, and I've disliked films with good titles, but I think it is a good representation of what the film is. So I kind of like it uh, from that sense, even though it's it's long and funny, a little goofy, but I, I can go along with it. She also confirm, confirmed that filming will start in early of 2019, which we've, we've known for a while. We've heard January and February thrown around as a good chance, so that's going to be gearing up to go pretty soon. Another piece of DC movie information just kind of thrown into a different article. Deadline did an article on female superheroes and how it's they're growing in popularity and becoming more prominent, more featured, more. We're seeing more female superhero films put into development and everything. And the article just kind of mentions Supergirl and Batgirl, which we've heard about a long time ago, a year and a half ago since we first heard about Batgirl. Joss Whedon, well, that was almost two years ago now. Supergirl we heard about over the summer. But this also mentions Zatanna as a throwaway. Now, this doesn't mean uh, there's nothing else to this. It, it just kind of sounds like there's no, there's not necessarily a writer, director, or this is anything they're definitely going to do. 
but it sounds like it's one of the names that has been thrown around for Warner Brothers DC in terms of having a a female-led superhero film. So to me, that is one of the more exciting names you could could throw out. Uh, Zach and I have talked in the past how we're big fans of Zatanna. Really cool character, cool concept, uh, cool world, the magic-based character, which DC hasn't gone too heavily to, into on screen. So I think there's a lot of potential there. And and one of the coolest female DC characters uh, capable of, of leading a film, I mean, outside of Wonder Woman and, well, of course, Big Barda, but that would kind of be a co-lead with Mr. Miracle. Zatanna might be my top choice for a solo film or or anything like that. Now, I would, of course, like to see, I'm, I'm very curious about the old Guillermo del Toro Justice League Dark film because I want to see all of those magic characters and I don't know if we're really realistically going to get a bunch of solo films for all of them and I want to see all of them. So the Justice League Dark concept sounded cooler to me uh, because you get Zatanna, you get Constantine, you get Swamp Thing, Etrigan the Demon, uh, Dead Man, you mentioned Dr. Fate, all of those. So I, I think that would be really cool. Um, but if you're you're going to do if you if you really want to do another female superhero film, which I think is a, a good idea, I think there's plenty of market out there and you know, plenty of cool characters that I want to see. Uh, Zatanna would definitely rise to the top of the list. And unlike Supergirl and Batgirl, it's kind of her own thing. Obviously, you could bring in other magical characters, but you could tell um, even you know looking at the comics perspective, you can do your own Zatanna thing with having her dad Z- uh, Zatara come into play and have sort of a legacy thing there you can you can do a lot of stuff and it would make it really unique uh, not that you can't with those other ones but yeah I'd, I'd definitely like to see Zatanna in some form uh, it's disappointing all these live action DC adaptations we've got going on right now and no Zatanna since back in Smallville days so uh, definitely a character I want to see more on to animation Chris McKay who of course directed the first Lego Batman movie and is still attached to a live action Nightwing film as far as we know, along with some other live action projects. He confirmed that a sequel to the Lego Batman movie is in development. He was asked about it on Twitter and said they're working on it. So I don't know if this means McKay is going to direct, if he is just going to produce, or how he's going to be involved. But this is really good news for me. I really liked what he did with the first Lego Batman movie, and I want to see more of that world and more of those characters. Obviously, we're going to get Will Arnett's Lego Batman in the Lego movie too in February, but a Batman, another Batman movie or Justice League or, I mean, Superman would be great or something else in that world, whether it's Batman focused or a team up or whatever. I'd love to see more of that. The first one was a blast and I'd definitely like to see more of that, especially with Chris McKay in charge. And we've got just a bit of TV news today. Jessica Mraz from Major Crimes has been cast as Menagerie, Pamela Furrer in Supergirl. I really don't know how to pronounce that character's name, even though I, I have read stories with her several times. Uh, she's described as a jewel thief who doesn't mind hurting people. Not a very well-known character, pretty obscure, but involved in a very important Superman story. She was a member of the Elite in Action Comics number 775 and the Superman vs. the Elite animated movie, along with Manchester Black. Uh, very, very important Superman story and, and one of the most well-known uh, and favorite for a lot of people, including me. So it, it definitely looks like Supergirl is going the way of creating the elite, forming the elite on the show, and they will probably come into contact with Supergirl at some point. Titans news for international listeners. Season 1 is going to debut on January 11th, at least on Netflix UK and Ireland. So once all of the season is done here in the States, it will finally be on Netflix International. I'm assuming in other, other countries, and I don't know how this works 
if they drop them all at once or if they do weekly. Uh, I tried to click on the announcement trailer, but I can't watch it because it is blocked in the United States. So I don't know, but that's good news. Uh, it's not terribly too terribly long of a wait for everyone to see it. In Preacher news, AMC has renewed the show for season four. So season three ended in August. Preacher seems to always get these really late renewals, but I guess it's better late than never. So the show will likely debut in summer 2019. The show always comes in the summer, probably 10 episodes. That's what it historically does. And that's about it. There's some new Elseworld stuff. There's a new poster, which looks pretty cool. It's got all all kinds of DC characters on there, all the CW characters uh, popping out. And there's a new trailer there, which is just really an extension of the previous one. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into that because, well, we're just a couple days away at this point and we will be back soon, hopefully Wednesday, with a, a detailed review of that when we really want to get into it. But I'm very excited for Elseworlds, looking forward to it, and um, yeah, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon.